guys, welcome back to another episode of the 30 Minute Rumble. We have a lot to cover with uh, new figures coming out on the way. Also, NXT TakeOver just happened, also as well as some AEW stuff. So, I am your co-host, Ryan, and I'm here with co-host Shay. We're going to go through everything, all from wrestling figures to AEW to WWE right now. So, we just had TakeOver, NXT TakeOver, which was a hell of a show. You know, they... They got like a new arena type set. You know, they did the redid the performance center, and they're uh, calling it uh, the Wrestling Council Center, uh, Capital Capital Cap- Wrestling Center, Capital Wrestling Center. Okay, so it looked really nice. Um, looked really cool. Thought it was different, and I and I'm happy that is trying to somewhat bring fans back into uh, their arenas, and even if it's like a hundred fans and true they're finally doing it man and i'm and i'm liking it it's hard to believe that that's the performance center to be honest uh they really really did a good job in fixing it up and making it look like something state-of-the-art and something different it looks so like attitude era to me yeah for sure i don't i didn't care for the virtual fans in the nxt arena for some reason i really didn't care for it yeah But but it is what it is um so we had a few returns as well at NXT TakeOver. We had a few classic matches. Um, so the show kicked off with Gargano and uh, Damian Priest for the NXT North American title, which was a great match. They went on for a good minute, too. They went on for a little while. And uh, it the only pr- issue I had with the match is Johnny Gargano getting another shot for the NXT North American title. I think we're all tired of seeing Gargano in the spotlight. You know, he's been, I think, what people are saying, he might be getting called up. Uh, Ooh, really? Yeah, him and Candice LeRae might both be getting called up. I, I mean, I, I understand it. I understand it. He's been in NXT for years, and they got to find something else for him because right now, like, Johnny Gargano is not going to miss a takeover. No. Because he, he's missed a takeover, so he's always going to have a match on takeover. So either they have to move him up to the main roster and have him do something different, or he's going to continue to be featured on NXT shows. Um, but eventually, like, they have to put some type of championship on him because they can't keep putting guys over Johnny Gargano. Right. And Candice LeRae also, like, she's been in NXT for years. Like, she deserves some type of championship ring. Well, the thing is, uh, everyone in NXT, they're not going to all be champions. Like, in, in our time, we saw, like, guys like... Uh, Enzo and Big Cass, for example, they never became tag team champions, and they were one of the hottest commodities for two, three years. They were the hottest commodity, and you know they never became champions other than Enzo becoming cruiserweight champion. Um, but that's not the point. It's just you know not everyone in NXT is going to get called to the main roster. Not everyone in NXT is going to become a champion, and it kind of sucks because they're building like almost every single talent to be like one of the best. And it sucks knowing that person might not even ever be a champion. But you don't have many Johnny Garganos. Either. Right. Like, he doesn't need a championship, but a guy like Johnny Gargano is a, a guy that can make a championship better. Right. No, I agree. Johnny yeah. Gargano is a great wrestler. He always comes out, you know, trying to put on a good show. He's always like, 
He, you know, he had a few great attires as well that tries to match like his character. You know, he's like oh, yeah. really trying. Like he puts a lot of effort in his attires because he's trying to go out there and be like the Thanos or one of the Avengers. You know, like he's out there trying to put on you know a great match every single time, and it's great that he can go out there and put on a match every single time. I don't think Gargano's ever had a bad match. So I, I look at it like this with Gargano. So Gargano's been NXT champion what twice. I think no once he's won all of his titles once. Yeah. Wait, so only Cole Nakamura and Joe. No, 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 no. Finn Finn Balor. Balor is a two time champ also. So I'll look at it like this. Okay. So Gargano has been NXT champion once and he's known as probably the greatest NXT superstar that we will probably see in our time. Look at a person like Charlotte Flair, who has had 13 women's title reigns, which is ridiculous. Right, that's crazy. You, you think we would care about Charlotte in, in in any capacity if she only had one women's title reign? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> that's why a guy like Gargano is just so special in in, in wrestling. So, and, and he can make a title. Uh, the right. title won't make him, but I think <laughs> in Charlotte's case, I think the titles make her live up to her name, whereas it's not her talent. Right. That's how special Gargano is, in my opinion. But, so, yeah. uh, moving on the card, we had the women's title match, as well as uh, so it was um, Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae, so back to that. Candice LeRae, she's been with NXT for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was I was actually hoping she was gonna win. Yeah, I was ready for it. Uh, I think we both were ready for it. You know, Candice yeah. LeRae, I think she she's well deserve of a NXT women's title run. It sucks that uh she didn't walk out women's champion, but maybe she might become a future women's champion on the main roster. Um just hoping. Because we, we we need we need somebody outside of the you know, the four. Right. To, to, to stand at the top of the mountain for a little bit. And yes, we have like Alexa Bliss on the outside. But, you know, eventually that's that's going to get stale. I mean, how many times have we seen Charlotte Sasha and we're going to see Bailey Sasha throughout the end of the, the rest of the and year? And once Becky Lynch comes back, you know, it's going to be Becky Lynch and Bailey. And it's just, exactly. they've been building their women's division off them four women for the past few years. And it's great and all. But now I think it's time we get rotate some new women in there, you know, like maybe uh, Mandy Rose or Dana Brooke, you know, just like just to throw some names in the hat. But we got po- possibility of Candice Ray coming to Raw or SmackDown during the draft as well as Johnny Gargano. Um, but yeah. NXT women's division is getting a little spicy now with Tony Storm from NXT UK. Oh, yeah coming to uh nxt and also ember moon making her return so i was super shocked to see them like both like pop up like, yeah one after another in the same segment i was like what is this <laughs> it was it was a great segment you know because like some people thought that that the whole entire mystery person was gonna be like bobby Roode for some reason someone someone said bobby Roode might go back to nxt but that's a different case of bobby Roode. Yeah, um yeah but it was nice to see we got some new, you know, uh, I saw someone made a comment saying like, oh, you should be on Raw or SmackDown, like Ember Moon should be like on Raw or SmackDown because, you know, she's well-deserving of it. I'm like, yeah, but NXT is the A show. 
when it comes to putting on shows in mm-hmm. my opinion it's always been the show to be at and that's why everyone's like yeah nxt is a place to be like when you have for example like shinsuke nakamura finn balor samoa joe eric young they all went to nxt first and made a name for themselves in like while they're in WWE, they made a name for some themselves in nxt before getting called up to the main roster just to get dumped on Right. So it's like, if you were to look at it, NXT is a place to be, and that's why Johnny Organo, Tommaso Ciampa, they don't want to get called up because they know what's going to happen to both of them. And can't can't really fault them. I mean, no. Um, but another match that I really liked in the card was uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and uh, Santos Escobar. That was a great cruiserweight match. That was the match I was looking forward to the most on the show. I was hoping Isaiah Scott was going to win the Cruiserweight title, man, because Santos Escobar. Um, I never knew who he was before the whole, like, I I was surprised they put the Cruiserweight title on him before, like, because he was just making his uh, debut in WWE. For NXT, it's like, I didn't think they were going to put the title on this man. I honestly thought Drake Maverick was going to get the title. But now they've, he's been champion for a few months, and I, I don't, I, don't know who else, who's going to take the title off him at this point because they've been playing hacky sack with the cruiserweight division, and I, I don't even watch two five live anymore. I don't really pay attention to it. It's I know it's kind of sad that I don't because like I love the cruiserweights, man. I've always I've loved them for years. I consider the cruiserweights the X division, you know, because I was huge with the TNA the TNA's X division, and I was I loved that whole entire division of people, but it, you know I don't really pay attention to it anymore. And, Isaiah it's Scott. Not worth it. No, it's, it's not. not it's, but it's not worth it. Yeah. But the match that Santos Escobar and Isaiah Scott had, that was really great, and I I liked it. Now I don't know who that uh, Adonis guy is. I didn't really pay attention much to him, but he came out during the match. I was like, who so the hell is this guy? <laughs> so that's the guy who used to be called Tahuti Miles. Okay. And he used to wear like these. Uh, not like like this jumper. He used to wear like this black jumper, but he used to keep the suspender parts like hanging, leave them hanging, and it was like yellow plaid. Mm-hmm. So he had gotten squashed a couple times on Raw. Oh, okay. I think I know who it is. Yeah. yeah. And now he's being repackaged on NXT, but the Cruiserweight division on NXT is completely fine because they use them on regular shows. Right. Whereas the main roster, they have their own show. Like, they're not even featured on Raw or SmackDown. I think that's the, the problem with the main roster cruiserweight division is that you don't see them. You don't even know who's still on the 205 roster. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So we also had uh, Kushida and Velveteen Dream. Now, right, before I... you go into that, before you go into that, what the heck was... Velveteen Dreams attire. I don't know. I think he was trying to come out as like Doofenshmirtz, the dude from Phineas and Ferb. I don't know, man. Like he was trying to come out oh. wearing some like I it was it was different. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like he's coming out looking all weird and stuff, but like and and this is like his norm lately. Right. Like it's just not put together anymore for him. It just seems like he's like going through the motions and it's kind of just like all over the place for him. Like I'm not as into the character as I was before. Right. Yeah, he was definitely like 
I, I don't know what they're doing with Kushida, because I'm not sure how this whole rivalry started with Velveteen Dream and Kushida. I don't know how it all started. Like, I, 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 I watch NXT every week, and all of a sudden, like, I think Kushida came out and screwed over Dream one week, and it's like, well, what the hell happened before that? Right. Like, I, I, I don't even remember, like, what started the storyline. I just remember somebody came out and and cost somebody a match or attack somebody else. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But we got a good match out of it, so. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, Kushida, Kushida getting his first takeover win in his first takeover match, which is crazy. I thought Kushida's been around for a while in NXT, and he's just now getting his first uh, takeover match. I know. I know. So hopefully we see more from him, you know, going forward. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So the main event was my boy Kyle O'Reilly versus Finn Balor, which, man, the match was very physical, as we, can, as we saw. Both men were bleeding from the mouth. Apparently, Finn Balor got, like, a broken jaw, possibly. Um, and then Kyle O'Reilly, I think he apparently broke few, a few broken teeth. What? Seriously? Yeah, I don't know. That That's what, uh, that's what, I'm not sure if it was, like, kayfabe or whatever but i think finn balor did go like did go to um the hospital or something like that afterwards oh that's brutal yeah they were real they were hitting each other hard like that was super super physical and and you could just see like how stiff they were being with each other like they made it look they made it look legit in the ring it, it reminded me of like finn balor from back in like uh new japan but yeah that uh so i'm trying to like see what's going on next for Undisputed Era now that Kyle O'Reilly lost. Great match by Kyle O'Reilly. You know, he's he's done a lot of work in this past 15 years, man. Like, his work in Ring of Honor now to here. His, his, like, mm-hmm. this is his first time, like, getting his own, like, shot since being in WWE. Um, right. So, it was, you know, Adam Cole getting carried out by Ridge Hoblin, which was weird. You know, we didn't so this is like a new like storyline now. I'm not sure what they're doing with the Undisputed Era. As I can probably tell, they're not getting called up to the main roster from this right. new draft because they're starting a rivalry with uh, Ridge Holland. So um, now we got to see what's next for Undisputed Era and also Finn Balor now. Because now so, we don't have anyone else going to be challenging Finn Balor unless like maybe uh, Kyle O'Reilly gets another match against Finn Balor, which is a possibility. Right, because Ridge can only, he can't feud with all four. No. <laughs> it, it's going to be Cole, but what if Fish and, uh, oh my gosh, Fish and Strong wind up getting called up and O'Reilly and Cole stay behind? Huh. You ever thought about that? No. Them getting, them getting split up that way, possibly? Well, as I, as I, because I always like to read up on everything, as was apparently Kyler Rally and Cole, they're going to be faces while Fish, or Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong are going to be heels. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Unspeeded Era will be ending like that, I guess. I'm not sure if they'll okay. be breaking up anytime soon, but uh, apparently that's the way they're leading. Um,. I, I don't know. It's going to be weird. I, I think it's going to be r- super weird to uh, be seeing that. Because yeah. I've, I've been an Unspeeded Era fan ever since they debuted, and I've been an Adam Cole fan for even longer than that. And just, but at uh, the same time, like not every 
faction has to like turn on one another to break up. Right. So if they, they can find a they could go their own separate could, ways. True. If they can find a creative way to get them separated, like I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a, a storyline where somebody turns on the other person unless you really have something that you can really get out of that. Which they can, because I'm sure they'd have amazing matches together, but Oh, for sure. Yeah. But well, they've the... been together for so long. So. Yeah, they've. Well, I mean, the thing is, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish—they've been tag teaming for even longer. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I guess it—you know—all good things must come to an end, and it just sucks because these four guys—they've been literally carrying NXT on their backs. You know, they've been putting on great matches. You know, all four of them—not just Adam Cole because he was NXT champion for a year. But, uh, like, all four of them, you know, they all got their own abilities. It sucks that Bobby Fish had a few injuries that set him back a little bit. Um, I think he was the only one who really got injured because of his uh, past knee problems. Right. Uh, but all four of them, they can easily do their own singles runs. I think Bobby Fish, out of all of them, might be, like, the bottom of the totem pole where Roderick Strong, and then it goes Roderick Strong, Kyle O'Reilly, and then Adam Cole. But... Um, I'm ex- I'm I'm curious to see what's gonna be next because uh, Ridge Holland he recently just debuted at NXT not too long ago as well, and they're really trying to push him up there with uh, with some good storylines. Yeah, I mean they they need a guy of his size because now that Dexter Loomis is hurt and well he just made uh, an appearance. Uh, when did he make it? Was last NXT? He made it like in a backstage appearance. Yeah. I mean, is he is he like ready to go again? I'm not sure. I'm I'm really not sure. Yeah, but I mean, with him, I guess injured and Karrion Cross being injured, like you have two of their like big guys that are like out, and right. the only guy that you have right now is uh, what's his name? Uh what's his name? The big guy, the guy that uh, comes Bronson out. Bronson Reed. Yes, Bronson Reed is the only big guy you really have at the moment. Well, um, I don't know, man. And NX like like NXT is like a little little bit of a I like, I can't really predict what NXT does anymore. They're always like throwing random stuff at us now. But I'm kind of also curious to see who gets called up on the main roster with the draft because you know at least five or six people are gonna get called up. So that That's means true. that means they're gonna be signing new people to NXT or you know maybe some people that are in the developmental get right. called up to the NXT. So I know uh Ben Carter who was on AEW Dynamite After Dark or whatever, the late night dynamite, he got he apparently WWE's interested in that guy. I don't know who that is. Well well, well it was that late night dynamite. It was right after the NBA fire NBA playoffs that one Tuesday night. And Did he have ben, a match? Yeah, he had a match against Scorpio Sky, which is really insane. Oh, okay. okay. Ben Carter uh was very high. I guess I guess the AEW officials were very high up on him, and now I guess WWE is very high up on him as well. I mean, he ain't that spectacular, but he's a great wrestler. But I mean, like for both companies to want to like want him, I mean, I guess they must see something in him, right? I have to, I'm gonna have to look him up and see. You what should watch the matches with him with Scorpio Sky. It was really good. Um, okay. so great takeover event. You know, like like we've already discussed in the past, 
takeover never disappoints um so you want to talk about some of these newer figures with the pre-orders coming up for all the rest of yeah, figure yeah. fans so me and shay yeah. we've been collecting figures for a long time and in my opinion these elites are getting better like the elites with the details and everything are getting better so um we we just had the wrestlemania pre-orders officially come up do you want to talk about that uh shay yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I, so I was sitting at, I was sitting at home, you know, last week, and I'm just looking through ringside because they typically have all of the new figures that are coming out, allow you to pre-order them well in advance of release. And I was just taking a look, and there are so many figures in the works right now that you can pre-order early. So I picked up a couple. Well, I didn't pick up a couple because they're not out anytime soon, but I did mm-hmm. pre-order a couple. So I went ahead and I pre-ordered the Roddy Piper and Mr. T Elite 2-pack. Okay. And that is the uh, the Mr. T and Roddy Piper Elite 2-pack when they had the boxing match. I believe that was WrestleMania 2. Oh, okay. So I, Right. So I have that one on pre-order. Uh, I also grabbed two basic figures for the first time in a very long time. Uh, the WrestleMania 37 celebration figures, Andre the Giant and Macho Man Randy Savage, which also comes with the cart that carried them out to the ring. So that's going to be cool. Uh, then we have the Walter Ringside exclusive, which I know you pre-ordered. I right? did. I pre-ordered it. I had to. I did. I did not pre-order that one yet. So I need to add that one to my list. And then we have the Ultimate Edition Seven. You know the Ultimates are my favorite. We have Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And we have The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I need to get those on pre-order. And then we have the WrestleMania 37 Elites. So we have have The Edge from WrestleMania 22. Uh, We have China from WrestleMania 17. We have Goldberg from what I believe is... This past year's. Yeah, this past year's. Is that this past year or the year before? He He wasn't Universal Champion last year's WrestleMania, I don't think. Is that the belt that it comes with, the universal title? Yeah, the the blue the blue strap. This is the first time we'll be seeing the blue strap in the line, too. Okay, because I thought it was from the WrestleMania where he beat Brock. No. And that would have been... No, okay. Okay. And then, I can't remember who the fourth person is, because I'm not looking uh, at it on the screen Shawn right now. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, and that's Shawn Michaels and... wearing what? black and white right yeah and it's also the build a figure set that columns the paul elring the old the paul, paul elring with the with the puppet yep perfect yeah so so those are the elites that i'm looking forward to and then of course we have elite 82 that comes with the uh alexa bliss and another Shawn michaels figure and a jerry lawler and a keith lee and and a couple others in there and elite 81 is also for pre-order which i want the bianca Belair figure <laughs> I'm I'm not a hundred percent certain on the Street Profits yet. I'm what? not sure if I want to. I don't know. I don't know if I want to grab them yet. <laughs> and then we're gonna pass on the top picks for 2021. Yeah, I think I we can pass I, on those. Unless there's Gilbert, no, unless there's a Seth Rollins in it, there's no discussion for me, buddy. <laughs> right? They're they're just the common. They're they're, re, they're repackaged figures that they just yeah. release more of. You know, like right. It's I don't I don't know why they do that. It's actually like the stupidest set in my opinion that they, that they do that. It's like, eh. 
And would you? So, what do you think about the uh, Super Seven, the Myers and Cardona? Those are okay. I won't be buying them. They're. I don't think they're really worth it for me. Um, they're nice figures. They're really detailed, but I just don't. I just mm, can't. I, I just can't. I can't wrap my head around a forty-five dollar figure. Right. For pretty much it's Cardona. fifty if you want to like round up the tax and everything, man. It's like hundred bucks if you were to buy both. I mean, not for Cardona and Myers, like no. <laughs> <laughs> but all their figures are that price, though, and and right. I don't. I've never had a Super Seven figure. I've never seen one in person, so I really can't tell you the value over like an Elite or like an unrivaled figure. But that's another twenty dollars on top of the regular price of an of like a Elite or an unrivaled figure. And I just can't justify the double. It, it, that's double practically right um so. so what i'm looking forward to is the wrestlemania 37 elites because so the edge in this one so i started watching wrestling like in 2005 this back that i can remember is the whole like eddie and Rey mysterio uh storyline so from SummerSlam yeah. 05 is and up is what i can remember but the edge this is my this is like i'm i'm you know, I uh, WrestleMania 22 was the first. You know, that was the 2006 WrestleMania, right? Uh, no. Got... WrestleMania 22 mm-hmm. was WrestleMania 2006. Wait, yes, it was. It was. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm getting myself confused. 2008 was WrestleMania 24. Yeah. So 2006 was 22. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the first WrestleMania that I watched as a kid and um, I didn't, I didn't like edge the song. Cause I, you know, I was a kid, so I didn't really care for edge. I hated him. Right. Yeah. But uh, this like, like this attire with the, with this edge, I, I can't wait to see these boxes. I really hope they're really cool boxes. I'm not sure what kind of box art they're going to have. That's probably why they're holding off. Cause they don't know what the WrestleMania 37 logo is going to look like yet. So um, are they, are we still going with the Hollywood theme? Well, no, possibly. Cause they may be coming to Tampa. Yes, yes. They said uh, if LA doesn't want to do it, then Tampa is the way to go. So you know what that means? We're gonna have like red and gold again. Yep. We're gonna have like red, black, probably black boxes again. I didn't like last year's boxes for the WrestleMania elites. I don't like black boxes on figures. It wasn't black like- box. Though. It was the gold. It was like the yellow kind of Wait, ones. They were yellow. Yeah. Am I thinking about the year before? Maybe. I'm looking at the WrestleMania 36 ones right now, and it's... Wait, the New York WrestleMania had black boxes. Maybe. And they had, like, a Statue of Liberty logo on the top of them. Okay, those I didn't... I didn't like those boxes, but I can't remember the last ones. Hold on, let me take a look. Well, why are you doing that? So the Edge will be probably... I'll be going after the Edge first, and then Goldberg, and then probably Michaels, and then China. I, I do want to get that whole entire uh, set, and as well as all, all four basics. Like I think it's like Andrade, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Um, who else is in that set? I'm trying to think. Oh, Drew McIntyre, and somebody else. I can't think of them right now. Which but set is that? The the basic 37. Oh, basic. Oh, Ricochet, okay. Andrade. Okay, so I'm not sure... That all four of those figures might be from this past year, except for Andrade, because Andrade didn't have a match this year at WrestleMania. Right, he was, he was Neither hurt, did Ricochet. Right? So, two like I don't know what year these 
WrestleMania figures are from. So the Fiend will be from this year. Drew McIntyre will probably be from this year, and then Andrade and Ricochet might be from last year's Mania. These figures. Um, I'm not. Andrade really had a match the year before. Mm, well, he didn't have one this year because <laughs> he got COVID. <laughs> I'm pretty sure as the United States champion. Because remember, it's supposed to be him and uh, Angel Garza, but then they threw an Austin Theory instead. Right, right. Okay, so wait, we're on WrestleMania 37. The WrestleMania 37 figures, yeah. Right, so let me take a look at the WrestleMania 35 card. I don't remember Andrade being on the main card. So what figure figure is this? I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be his attire he was supposed to have at WrestleMania? I mean, he was in the... uh, Wasn't he in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal that year? Maybe. I know, I, mean, I know the those Survivor Series figures. The first set of the Survivor Series ones, like the newer Survivor Series elites. I know that, like I think it was the Bobby Roode, Alexa Bliss, and AJ. Okay. Those figures, they they didn't come out in those attires that Survivor Series that. So that could be like a, uh, I don't know type of thing. Like he was on WrestleMania thirty five. Was he in the in, battle royal? In, in the battle royal. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, but his attires all look the same. Right. So it's like, okay, you're just going to change the color or what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, his, uh, there there's just not the many figures. I'm like I like I have the elite. 80 coming so this is the elite 80 of i have both kyle o'reilly's coming and bailey coming from elite 80 i don't okay. know what else i have from elite i don't think i got anything else from elite 80 if i'm if i'm not mistaken because i did prove a lot of figures i did prove a lot of basics as well um but i had a i still need to get the regular figure of bobby fish from elite 79 but i did get both versions of Kyle O'Reilly because, you know, I got to get all the Indusputed Era because once I move, I'm going to, and then I have, like, my room all set up. I'm going to have, like, an Undisputed Era section in my room. Okay. It's going to look pimping. Yeah. So I'm trying to, because I have, like, I have these, like, tall bookcases that I'm going to use. I'm going to see if I can try and, like, make sure fit all of that on there. So got to get all these Undisputed Era figures. I'm waiting for a new Roderick Strong figure to come out. We'll see. See if Project Strong gets an elite. Um, we're also still waiting on the. Yeah, you know, we all. Uh, before I mention that, we also have, uh, Takeover Ultimate Editions coming soon. Yeah, they what's that about? So they're gonna be Ultimate Editions, but in a Takeover style. So is that what's gonna get you to finally buy an Ultimate Edition? Yes. Is like an I've, like who, an Ultimate Adam who, Cole. Yes, probably. Um, but who did they <laughs> announce? I think it was Jeff Hardy was the first one that I showed you. Wait, what? They're doing a TakeOver Ultimate Edition, and they're not doing NXT? Yeah. Wait, is that the one that you sent me? It had the three different like pictures of Jeff Hardy? Yes, sir. Where they were all like black? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, like this, I'm pretty sure it said TakeOver Ultimate Edition. Yeah, that's what I thought I saw. Too. It, was it fan takeover or was it just takeover? It might have been fan takeover. I don't know. Okay. Alright. Because the fans are choosing these attires. I'm I'm excited for these sets of figures that are coming out. The the elite ones. 
because I think there's a Seth Rollins one coming, Adam Cole, X-Pac, Christian, uh, oh, nice. Shayna Baszler. Um, I had them all written down. All eight, because they're coming out with eight for Series 1 and Series 2, but they said the Ultimate one, the ultimate Edition ones, those are coming out in the fall of next year. Wait, there's eight for the set? No, four in each set. Four in but each set. There's oh, eight announced for the the takeover ones. Got it. Got it. Okay. That the fans all picked. So, um, I'm not. Wait, other... is that so? So these are all the figures that we chose yes. previously. Then yes. So I, I remember picking one of the Xbox, but I don't remember what they chose. As as the attire for him, because I was uh, kind of it might have been the NWO like, one. I, I can't remember. Oh, of course, of course they picked the NWO one. Ugh. I wanted, to... I, I wanted the 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 X Factor one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So here here is okay. So oh. this is oh, the fan fan takeover series when you got Adam Cole, Shayna Baszler, Seth Rollins, and Ricky Steamboat. And the series two, you got Randy Orton, Johnny Gargano, X Pac, and Christian. Do you do you know what the attires are? No, I'm assuming you do. All right. So we got <laughs> so we got uh, Seth Rollins in the black and gold ring gear from WrestleMania 35 when he faced. Brock oh Lesnar. my god, we already had that one. It's like, isn't that in the basic? Yeah. We have Shayna Baszler in her silver and black attire. So that's, that's going to be look, different. For that's going to look amazing. We have Ricky Steamboat in his white pants and headband from WrestleMania 3 against Randy Savage. Okay. We already have a white pants. Ricky Steamboat. We have Adam Cole in black and yellow. I know, but which one, though? Is it, did they say the attire or like from maybe War Games or whatever? It, it just says in his traditional black and yellow oh, gear. Oh, damn. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't look like it's one of his standout attires, but it may come with the NXT title. Uh, we have Randy Orton in his blue attire from when he was Intercontinental okay, Champion. Okay, so we're, that's going to be a figure pickup for me, for sure. The Orton? Yeah. I'm, I'm buying yeah. all eight. I'm buying all eight of them. But that Orton's definitely a pickup. Uh, we have Christian from 2011 with yeah. the uh, Hit the Switch attire. And then we have uh, X-Pac in this NWO gear. Yeah. And then finally... We have Johnny Gargano in his Wolverine-inspired gear from TakeOver. That's going to be cool. I just hope that they keep all of the detail on Gargano's attire. Yeah, so a thing what I love about Gargano is he posts uh, a picture every single time he gets a new figure. He gets five of them. What? Yeah, he buys five of them, or they sh- Mattel ships five of them. He like Because I guess like part of like the five Infinity Stone type... Th- thing ordeal so he buys like five figures and you know he he takes a picture with all five figures and he like collages it with the other past like pictures that he takes okay so he's had this 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 will be i think his fifth figure coming out because he's had um the hollow champions one he's had the nxt basic one and then he's had uh, Elite 70. So he had the Elite 71, and then he's also got the basic one that recently came out, which I have yet to get. Right. Um, 
And now he's got this one, so this one will be his, yeah, basic 106, which I never picked up. So, that's the only Gargano figure I'm missing. Is that basic 106? So what does he do with all five? Do he, does he store all five of them, or does he give them know. away? No, he doesn't give them away. <laughs> all I know is uh, he just gets five, and I guess like, that's his thing. Okay. It's pretty cool. I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> he does that. Um. So did you pick up anything lately? Have you picked up anything lately? Yeah, I picked up a bunch of figures. Oh, I yeah, I saw. The, yeah, I picked up a bunch. I was able to get the entire Elite 79. Okay. So, got those. I got Ultimate John Cena as well. So, got him. Was able to find... Well, I wasn't able to find it, but Mike uh, sent me... Uh, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Our true Legend. No, he's a legend. Oh, Billy Graham. Um, yes, Billy Graham. Was able to find Billy Graham, walked into Target, saw two Billy Grahams on the peg hook, went to another Target, saw another two Billy Grahams on the peg hook, and he's supposed to be the collector's edition. So it's like, huh. these things aren't collectors at all. They're like, there's like four on the shelf. So but... it, the thing is, I, I've been having to pre-order a lot lately or even buy them off the internet just because, man, I cannot find any of them. Yeah can't find what, any the, the collectors no and figures in general like so oh. like when i told you when i like the last figures i have bought were um the kofi and the r-truths from elite 79 and i was like two three weeks ago when i bought them right like i go to stores very frequently i have two targets and i have like three four walmarts in my area and i try and go to all of them when i can and i never find anything ever there's my area is like super bad with figures like they like Ever since Toys R Us closed, man, like my area has been really bad for figures. Yeah, that sucks. And Toys R Us closed like yeah. two years ago, and I was going to Toys R Us all the time trying to look for new figures. And because Toys R Us, you know, because I, I see pictures of people going into Smiths, like that's in the UK. You know, they mm-hmm. have a huge wall full of yep. figures, and then they have like hundreds. I'm like, what the hell, dude? I understand, like, even if they're all basics or whatever, it's like, I want that at my stores. Exactly. <laughs> So so, what do you so do you think that how hard do you think it's going to be to find the May Young collectors? That edition? one will be hard. I'm waiting. I want to see the Undertaker one as well, man. I want to see the Undertaker. Is that Walmart exclusive or Target? Yes, it's a Walmart, but apparently Walmart. it's it's at Target as well. Apparently, I don't know. Oh um, lord! So I will only have the Bobby Fish Chase from that Elite Seventy Nine. So I need to get the Undertaker, Xavier Woods, Biggie, and Io Shirai from that set. I think I'm missing. Oh, Daniel Bryan's in that set too, but I'm not picking up Daniel Bryan. But wait, was I saying 79 earlier? I'm at 78. I completed 78. 78, <laughs> yes, 78 yeah. was the one you completed. I still need Matt yeah. Riddle, Drake Maverick, and Naomi, and the Chase, and Billy Graham. I don't have the Naomi Chase. That's that's the one that I don't have. I still, there, but I I still need. Uh, seventy six. Lacey Evans, Otis, and the Chase Christian. You haven't gotten Otis? Nope. Have yet Damn. to find him any of them in stores, bro. It, it's hard. Like it, when I go out to stores now, like there has been about maybe in the past two years, there has been three times, two or three times that I have seen like a butt ton of figures, and I spent at least over a hundred bucks. Yeah. In Walmart or Target, getting figures. I'm like, hell yeah, this is like 
one of the biggest pickups. It's just like, then I'll never see those figures ever again when I buy them. I'll never see them again. Yeah. But, I mean, well, luckily, you know, Otis is not uber expensive at the moment. So if you did have to buy right. it. Right. Well, the thing is, I, I, got, I lucked out because Billy Kay and Peyton Royce were both exclusives. And, you know, I love the Iconics. I yeah. kind of lucked out with Peyton Royce. But with Billy Kay, I hella lucked out because my uh, one target had like five of them. They, I'm pretty sure there's still like two Billy Kays still there. Um, I think I actually bought an extra Billy Kay, just because I was so bored. I bought an extra Billy Kay. Um, I'll probably end up opening her one day and just like displaying her whenever she decides to win a championship. Or no, she has won a championship. I'm sorry. I'll probably. I, the thing I want been wanting to do with my figures is opening the box and trying to put like a championship in there. So they're kind of, okay. if, if they don't come with a title, I kind of want to like put a title on them. So like, uh, what did I try? Like I have the three pack undisputed era set and I had an extra NXT title and I tried to like slide it in there on Kyle O'Reilly, but it wasn't working. So I just said, screw it. Wait, so is it stuck in there right now? <laughs> no, it's not. I couldn't get it oh. to fit in there. <laughs> I took the Kyle O'Reilly out. I tried to wrap it around his arm or his waist, and then I tried to put it back in. It just wasn't working out the way I wanted it to. You know what? Speaking of, I forgot to mention this earlier. Tegan Knox is injured again. Yes, I know, and that sucks. Man. I have her basic pre-ordered. <laughs> like, this, she, she, the same injury. Same injury. Heron, her ACL. She, same thing with uh, Bobby Fish, man. They both have knee injuries, and that's, that's a like a lot of wrestlers have knee problems, man. Stone Cold had it, you know. A yeah. lot of guys have knee. It's it sucks when you don't wear knee pads. It, durable knee and pads was, they will screw up your knees. Just she was just starting to get into a rhythm too. I know she was doing so good, bro. I love Tegan Knox. She's so great. Yeah. But, but um. Yeah. Any, anything else we've missed from uh, any figures? I know we we got hit with a lot of pre-orders uh, late as of lately, and then um, well, another thing I do want to add on is the decade of domination. I think those got pushed back a little bit. Um, those are gonna be some so great figures. They were already supposed to be out. Yeah, they're supposed to be out like I think the beginning of August. And I saw on Twitter that people were getting uh, delays through Walmart. I thought that was only a Target issue, but apparently it's a Walmart <laughs> issue too. So I guess we'll see them at some point. I'm going to try my hardest to get my hands on those because I missed the pre-orders for those. So I have to get those. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for um, the NX, uh, the the figures. The figures. Uh, I did, I did want us to talk about a little bit about the AEW now um because i will be there tomorrow night for jericho's 30th 30 years of wrestling oh yeah i'll be there tomorrow night about that i bought my ticket um so i'm not too keen on the card as of late maybe i i don't know i'm not too keen on the card right now so so for the first time in a while i don't have a lot to say about dynamite last week <laughs> i'm gonna get i'm gonna give you a little bit here and there but i i just i don't i don't have a lot to, it, there was nothing nothing stood out really a couple things stood out to me so i'll i'll, I'll talk about those things okay but, um like the darby allen and ricky starks match 
was decent, right. in my opinion. I think they did a really good job. Uh, they were in a really good spot opening the show. But in my opinion, I think Darby Allen needs another finish other than the coffin drop because the the coffin drop that he put Ricky Starks away with last week looked horrible because he's <laughs> only 150, what, 60 pounds. Right. Like, no, literally. Like, stop. Stop doing that. Find something that's more impactful, something that's actually going to put somebody away. Like, no, Darby. Like, I like him a lot. I really do. Like he's a big star. Like he's over the, the the crowd loves him. Very popular, but I feel like Starks has something more. Oh, he does. And I and I only and and I I want I haven't seen much of him prior to AEW. You know, I know some people liked him. I I I know I think he was like an eight NWA or whatever. Um, yeah, but I haven't really given him a chance yet, me personally. Yeah, he was one of their champions uh, not long before they shut down, and then there was another guy. Can't remember his name right now, but he was like a throwback to like the late eighties kind of early nineties mm, style okay. storyline. He took the belt off of him, and yeah, now huh. he's in AW. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they had a they had a good match. Uh, I, I did enjoy the match. Uh, I also enjoyed the Cody and Brody thing, especially oh, that, Cody. That's been interesting. Yeah, like Cody's promo was really good, and when he denied the match and he started walking away, you know, they played like the booing sounds in the audience and everything. Right. And he turned back and he's like, you know, uh, no, like. Like, I'm not going to back down, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, we're going to have a dog collar match. Like, see you next week. And Brody comes out. They have the big scuffle. But it wasn't just Brody and Cody and people trying to split them apart. It was everybody was in there. Like, even the females were in there. That was was funny, man. Yeah. That was was wild. Yeah, it was it was more than just your typical like split the guys apart and then one breaks away and they start fighting again. It, they they added more into that, so I, I I did enjoy seeing that. I thought that was pretty cool. I what I did enjoy was the whole Jericho thing where like after his match or whatever, he just went after Luther and Serpentico. It's like wait wait a minute, they're doing another brawl. With oh, true, true. That, I forgot um, about that. <laughs> like, dude, they they are like. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if they were just setting up because I think I think Luther and Jericho had a match 30 years ago. So I'm not sure if they were just trying to set up for Jericho. I guess Jericho wanted to have his 30th anniversary of wrestling match against Luther or what? Because it's it's a tag match tomorrow. Yeah, it's Luther and Serpentico versus uh, Jake Hager and Jericho. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that should be a decent match. I mean, I'm. And I'm happy that Serpentico is getting like a an actual like profile match on Dynamite because I think he's really good too. Oh, Serpentico is great. I think yeah. any masked wrestler is great. Pretty much, <laughs> except for the original Sin Cara. <laughs> <laughs> well, Unico wasn't much better. <laughs> Unico was better. Unico was better like without a mask. Yeah. Agreed. But when he put on that mask, I think he had the Sin Cara curse. <laughs> but I mean, he. At least he made it to WrestleMania one year. Yeah, yeah, he. And then, 
He did. He was, yep. he was in the ladder match. Yes. Yeah. The Money in the Bank. Well, yep. what, was it Money in the Bank no, back it was, then? It was the Intercontinental title match. Okay. Yeah. That was that year where they like had a random six man tag match and it ended in disqualification. And the GM, whoever it was at the time, came out and said, Well, you're gonna, you know, defend your championship against all six men. And people were like, Well, where the heck did Zack Ryder yeah. and Sankara well, where did they come so, from? So this is so about that, because I know I don't want us to go off topic too much, but um Zack Ryder wasn't even originally supposed to be in that. I forgot who got injured. Somebody got injured. I think it was Neville. Somebody got injured, and Zack Ryder replaced him. Wait, so Sin Cara was always supposed to be in the match? Sin Cara was, but Zack Ryder wasn't, because I forgot who was wrestling, who the hell was in that storyline, but I think it was somebody, and they got injured the week prior, and I think they threw Zack Ryder in that. I see, and wound up winning. Like, how crazy is that? Yeah, so... because like I was watching the pay per view, I'm like, but he wasn't even originally supposed to be in this match. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I kind of want to find out from Zack Ryder himself one day. I could be mm-hmm. like, bro, were you originally supposed to be in that ladder match at WrestleMania? Because it didn't make sense to me. Because they threw in, I think, Sin Cara, Zack Ryder, and somebody else in that ladder match that just randomly got thrown into it. Oh, Stardust. Stardust was it, was it? Cody? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. It made no sense to me because Zack Ryder, because th- were, there was someone else feuding. I think it was Neville. I can't remember. I would have to watch the Raws prior to that WrestleMania. But there was somebody else, and they got injured. It might have been Neville. But it wasn't going to be Zack Ryder. That's all I can say. People can say that I'm wrong, but, yo, I remember watching back then. And then when I saw Zack Ryder win, I was like, he wasn't even supposed to be in the match. Why the hell right. did he win? It blew my right. mind. But anyway, back onto the AW topic. Um, we're getting uh, oh this Wednesday on, on Dynamite. We're I mean, like I said, I wasn't too keen on the card, but we have a TNT title match, which might be super interesting. We don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how long it's gonna last this time. And and they 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 also signed a Big Swole versus Serena Deeb on the card oh, tomorrow. Now if. If Big Swole can't have a good match with Serena, then she needs to be de-pushed. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Like, if you have a bad match with a vet like Serena Deeb, like, you don't deserve your push. <laughs> I'm <Right>. sorry. <laughs> um, what else we got? We have the FTW World titles on the line tomorrow. Brian Cage defending it against Will, Will Hobbs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they're, ah, they're, okay. they're defending that FTW world title, which is very interesting. Um, I'm kind of curious to see if Will Hobbs will actually win or not. You know that's going to have an interference. Yeah, most likely. Yeah. Taz, Taz will throw in the towel. No, Probably. No, <laughs> Taz. Um, but no, uh, I don't think John Moxley has a match tomorrow. I don't. The thing is, like, I don't know because, like, they they also oh they also have FTR defending the tag titles against uh shoot they're having like another twenty minutes of brush of greatness whatever the hell they're calling it didn't they pick like some random team yeah H two is it uh yeah two hybrid two hybrid two is that who it is yeah I think so I think they're 
<laughs> okay, yeah. So I think it's at like... full gear, we're going to see the Revival versus Best Friends and Best Friends winning the tag titles. I'm good that's, with that. That's the only, that. only thing I'm seeing right now, just because, man, like, best they need to put the tag titles on best friends they it's a now or never situation best friends are the hottest tag team right now minus the young bucks and the fans love best friends and you have to give the fans what they want we didn't want ftr becoming tag team champions now we wanted ftr versus the young bucks but not ftr becoming tag team champions right i Um, agree and um then you got orange cassidy just kind of like hanging out there right now yeah so, I mean, I don't know. After his thing with Jericho ended, now it's just like I'm not interested in Cassidy as, as like I was before. But we have this tournament starting. Yeah, it's a tournament. Okay. And I, I, I don't know where they're going with it, but it's possible that your boy Eddie Kingston could come out on top. I hope so. Um, if they're really turning his little thing, his little thing into a storyline, that would be pretty dope to see Eddie Kingston actually become AEW World Champion. Because now Jericho, Jericho coming full gear, Jericho will be coming up as like nine, ten months as World Champion. Right now, I know Jericho held the title for a good six, seven months, and but three months of that, he was they didn't have Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious to see what's going to happen come full gear because I feel like John Moxley will drop the world title. Some people are saying he should drop it to Kenny Omega or somebody else, or but That's he's my had. Yep, yeah, I know, I know. I just don't think it's Kenny Omega's time yet. He's he's feuding with Adam Page. Some like they're that doing that. Be, that should be the title feud, in my opinion. That, that should be the title feud. Omega should be world champion right now. Omega is like the driver behind AEW. Like, he is the guy. And he has what it takes to be the number one wrestler in the world, not John Moxley. I mean, I like John Moxley. I really do. I really do. Well, John Moxley was rated number one this past year. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So, all props to him. I'm kind of curious where Kenny Omega sat during that list. Uh, I I knew, but I don't remember. But I sure <laughs> will look it up. So yeah, keep talking. I'll look it up. <laughs> well, I'm happy. I'm excited for another episode of Dynamite. Like I said, I didn't want to miss anymore. And now that I'm off of work on Wednesdays, I'll be appearing there. And I'm excited to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not sure what because like like the past few weeks they've been alternating with like not having fans because last Wednesday they didn't have fans, right? And I'm just trying to like I'm not sure if uh, the October 14th show will have fans. So if if they do, then I'll be there to see Lance Archer versus Moxley for the world title for their one year anniversary nice. show. Nice. Thirteen, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. One spot before Roman Reigns. Damn. Who was gone for six months. <laughs> well crazy. The one thing to close out on for for this week's podcast. Uh so I mentioned to you about retribution. I'm not gonna go through the whole entire raw, but the the new direction with retribution with Mustafa Ali being now the leader, apparently. 
that what do you what do you got to say about that shit? Because you said you had some good things to say about that. So one, I totally forgot about this retribution thing. So thanks for bringing it up <laughs> before we finish. <laughs> so this is what I've been saying all along about this retribution thing, because we we had the the vignettes with the guy with the hood over his head. Oh, the and hacker. He, yeah, the hacker was yeah. watching everybody yep. and they, you know, knew what was going on. And then it kind of just stopped, right? And then Ali came back and had a couple matches on Raw, uh, had a couple losses. Then they had him on main event. He took a loss on main event. And then all of a sudden, Retribution starts and everybody's like, well, what the heck is this? They all look like kids and <laughs> it, it's stupid. And I don't know if you remember about like a month ago, it's like, Right now, I don't like it because I don't understand it. I don't understand it, and I don't think they executed it well. But at the same time, it, it has to have an end goal. So having Ali pop up out of nowhere, which is like a dead giveaway in in my eyes. Same, same, same way that WWE does Battle Royals. Like, they always have their biggest stars have entrances in battle royals right and then you'll have that one big star who did not get an entrance that happens to already be in the ring that's the guy that's winning <laughs> so <laughs> so you have ali pops up out of nowhere he's in a, a match with the hurt business right here comes retribution are you with us yes i'm with you guys and then all of a sudden he like turns on him and Ali out of the out of nowhere is like the leader of retribution like that's coming full circle for me like somebody who was doing like all the inner workings in the back the whole time we thought that T-Bar or whatever his name is was the leader of retribution no they had a higher power they had a Vince McMahon in the back yeah pulling the, <laughs> pulling the strings the whole time so now you know now we have a story to go off of because Mustafa Ali was underutilized after he got hurt and he was just sitting on the sidelines and doing nothing. And they came back and he took a couple losses. They put him on like a show that's not even on TV. Like he has a reason to be upset. I, I mean, like I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm, I'm like, uh, now is the hurt business? Are they face now or what? Are they still heel? I think the hurt business is still heel. I just think they're the type of people that stand their ground. So they're like, we don't care who you are. Like if you know you try to you know step up to us or something like that, like we're gonna stand our ground. We're gonna fight. Like nobody's gonna nobody's gonna step on the hurt business kind right. of thing because they're still picking on. They're still picking on Ricochet and they're still picking on uh, Apollo, but this this retribution thing now has you know some some true backstory and there's some real feeling behind it now. And Ali looks like a member of Retribution. He does. He always did. <laughs> so it, it fits. <laughs> it fits. It would have been funny if they would have reenacted the whole Terrence McMahon thing, where Mustafa Ali would have been like. It was me all along. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> now I just hope that he can cut a, a good heel promo. Yeah, we have uh, Mustafa Ali has never really had mic time. 
Right. Never. But I'm excited now. Now, I'm interested to see what they do with him. Because technically, he is still a cruiserweight. But, I mean, he was going to he, he he was going to be put into the WWE title picture when Daniel Bryan was champion. Yeah. So it's possible, possible that one day we'll see Ali and Randy Orton. Once <laughs> Randy Orton beats Drew McIntyre for the world title, because it's inevitable at this point. Or maybe we'll see Ali versus Edge when Edge beats <laughs> Orton at WrestleMania for <laughs> oh God. for the title. I don't know. It's anything's possible right now. Um but uh, just to throw this out there, I think Cedric Alexander might have had COVID. That's why he hasn't been around the past two Raws. Yeah. I think they're keeping him now, on TV. Funny thing is if he has COVID, then why the heck is Big Swole on Dynamite? I don't know. Maybe they did some... I think they're separated, maybe? Maybe. It's possible. Or maybe he's just... Maybe he's just in his two-week period because Big Swole has not been on TV for a couple weeks either yeah. until last week. So maybe she took some precaution and then maybe he's taking his precaution now. So it's maybe we'll see him next week. Possibility. But, so do you um, think we're going to have Hurt Business versus Retribution at Survivor Series? Oh yeah, for sure. Or are we I mean, going to see another set of guys? Or we could see, you know, hear me out, Retribution versus Hurt Business in a four-on-four Hell in a Cell match. Whoa. Which would never happen because, you know, WWE doesn't want to make money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even getting Uh, Orton and and Drew in a Hell in a Cell. No, it is. It is? I thought they said, yeah, inside the Hell in a Cell. Okay. All right. But Sasha and Bailey's not? I don't think so. Because, I mean, that should be main event. Even though we're going to get Roman Reigns and Jey Uso again. In the main event? Dang, Jey Uso getting back-to-back main event? Freaking pay-per-view world I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if it's going to be the main event, but it, it, it probably will because it's Roman. But in my, in my opinion, it, it needs to be Bailey and Sasha. We we might we haven't had like a women's title match main event in a minute so I mean we could get it I would like to true you know I'm a huge fan of Bailey you know I like Sasha Banks I would like to see them both tear down the house in a main event match yeah I mean if they're going for a title change only if they're going for a title change well we shall yeah. see um I'm not sure uh, I think we covered everything. We have yeah, figures. We covered Takeover. We covered the whole new Retribution. We covered some AEW. Fit it all in within an hour, which is insane. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. We did a good job today. Pat on the back. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got um you know NXT Takeover or no or NXT in general. I think they're doing some stuff. We're gonna kind of curious to see who's coming to the main roster with the draft. I'm kind of I'm kind of iffy with this whole draft. Like I said. You know, they don't have a roster, so I'm kind of curious what's going to happen with the draft. I don't know, man. I guess we have to wait and find out. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just wish they would rotate some of these 205 guys into the main rosters. Exactly. I I, I really do, because there's certain guys that I think can really do some things, like Tony Nese. Oh, he's great. Tony Nese could do... Right, he could do so much more than what he's doing on 205. And then you got a couple guys who I just could care less about, like Davari 
<laughs> like what? Like what are you doing? He's just like there, just to be there and and just to have like random matches. And I I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah, uh, closing out. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Thirty Minute Rumble. We really do uh, appreciate it as always. Um, I'm Shay as well. You can follow me on social media at NT Certified, and then of course we have Ryan. Follow him on social media as well at Ryan Gaming TD. And and that's all for this week. We'll see you guys next week for some more uh, wrestling conversation. Well, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about this Jericho 30th anniversary thing because you know it's going to be absolutely bonkers. So. Yep, you guys all have a good one. All right, see you guys.